We have two readings today. The first reading is from Psalm 84. How lovely is your dwelling place, O Lord Almighty. My soul yearns, even faints, for the courts of the Lord. My heart and my flesh cry out for the living God. Even the sparrow has found a home, and the swallow a nest for herself, where she may have her young. A place near your altar, O Lord Almighty, my King and my God. Blessed are those who dwell in your house. They are ever praising you. Selah. Blessed are those whose strength is in you, who have set their hearts on pilgrimage. As they pass through the valley of Baca, they make it a place of springs. The autumn rains also cover it with pools. They go from strength to strength till each appears before God in Zion. Hear my prayer, O Lord God Almighty. Listen to me, O God of Jacob, Selah. Look upon our shield, O God. Look with favour on your anointed one. Better is one day in your courts than a thousand elsewhere. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God than dwell in the tents of the wicked. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favour and honour. No good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless. O Lord Almighty, blessed is the man who trusts in you. And our second reading is taken from 1 Peter chapter 2, verses 4 to 6. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by men, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. For in scripture it says, See, I lay a stone in Zion, a chosen and precious cornerstone, and the one who trusts in him will never be put to shame. Now, good morning. Uh, whatever age you are, we're all going to be staying together this morning. Uh, you might be watching at home on your own, or you might be with friends and family. But if you've got a Bible nearby, it'd be good to hold on to that. And if you're not great at reading yet, why not squeeze up beside someone who is? Or if you just like to squeeze up beside someone, why not pretend you're not very good at reading yet? And as you do that, let me lead us in a prayer. Our Heavenly Father, thank you that you love to speak to us and you do that through the Bible. Please would you help us by your Spirit to listen to you and we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Now on Sundays we're reading part of the Bible written by Peter and he's writing to Christians who are beginning to be given a hard time just because they, they follow Jesus. And he's writing to them and wants to tell them some things about God and what he's like and some things about themselves and what they're like. Do you remember last week? We heard that God is like the best kind of parent and Christians are like new babies who've been born into God's family. And just like babies need, just like, just like babies need milk to grow, 
Christians need spiritual milk to grow. And Peter said, that's God's word, the Bible. The Bible causes us to grow. What are you up to, Jack? I was just getting some milk. Getting some milk? Ah, let me help you with that. Got some milk here. Let me pour you a bit. There you go. Now, even as we, even as we grow, we still drink milk. And even as we grow as Christians, uh, we still need God's word. In fact, the Bible tells us that we should crave it more and more. You, what are you up to now? I'm just getting some more milk. You want more milk? Okay, Jack, let me give you a bit more. Here's a bit more. Why don't you take that, pop off, and I'll see you later. Now we're to crave more of God's Word. It's why on Sundays we gather together to hear God's Word read and taught. It's why, for those of you who are younger, it's really great when mum and dad read the Bible with you at bedtime. And for all of us, it's really good to keep reading the Bible because it's how God causes us to grow. Now that's what we heard last week. But this week, Peter is going to tell us we can think about God a different way as well. Now I'm going to need some stuff to help with that. I'm going to click my fingers. Can you click your fingers with me? Let, let's try that. It's not worked. I think my fingers need warming up a bit. Can you warm up your fingers too? Let's try again. Ah, oh, great! Now watch this. I've got, I've got a safety coat. And I've got, a, I've got a hard hat. That's good. And I've got a trowel. What's this all about? Of course, Peter says God is like a builder. And it makes sense, doesn't it? Because every good parent wants to build a happy home for their family. If you've got a Bible, just look at or listen to verse 5 as I read it. Here's what Peter says. You also are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus. Peter's saying, if we're Christians, God is building us together to live as his worshipping family. Now, if builders want to build well, they usually have good plans. So what plans does God have? We better get down to the building site and check them out. What do you mean we can't use this in the back garden? It'll make a mess. Oh no, honestly, it'll be fine. Come on. Great, you've made it. I, I've just been checking out God's building plans. Actually, you can as well, if you've got your Bible there, just have a look at verse four. Hear what Peter writes. As you come to him, the living stone, rejected by humans, but chosen by God and precious to him, you also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house. And God's building plans, well, they're made up of living stones. That's people. It's like a new family. That's the church. The church isn't really the brick building. No, no the brick building 
is the place where the church meets. But God's building plans are his people. And they begin with one very special living stone. Uh, and that's Jesus. Uh, the one who died and rose again so that we could be forgiven. Brought into God's family, into his family home. But did you hear what Peter says people often do with Jesus? He says they reject him. It's like they just want to chuck him away. And they think Jesus isn't that great. And they want to build their lives without him. And God says, look, you, you can do that. But then you'll never be part of my family home. This new wonderful family home that God is building that will be full of forgiveness and love and unity and one day will have nothing to spoil it. And God says it's got to have Jesus as the keystone, as the cornerstone. But did you hear what else God says to us if we come to Jesus? That's verse 5. He says, we're also like living stones. I don't know if you find this, but, but sometimes people think uh, you're a bit silly or a bit daft if you follow Jesus and you want to trust him. And sometimes they might laugh at you. But God says, like Jesus, he's chosen you. And you are precious to him. And he wants to build your life around Jesus. All sorts of different people, all sorts of different names. Well, there might be a Hattie, or, or there'll be a, a Sophie, an Ethan, or a Caleb, a Charlotte being built into God's family, a Sam as well. Maybe that's your name. Holly. Got a Simon. Maybe a Josh as well. Maybe there's a Luca watching this morning. Or a Leia. Maybe there's a Rufus. And if you're wanting to know Jesus, if you're trusting him, you can put your name here as well. You're part of this building. That's what the church is. But here's the question though. What should life look like if we're really being built into God's family home? Well, let's have a think about that for a moment while we sing our next song together. It's a new one, see if you like it. As the music begins, let's stand and sing. Oh, please do uh, sit down. Now we've said God's, God's like a builder and he's building his people around the Lord Jesus. But how will we know if that's happening properly for us the way it should be? Well, here's the first thing. that Jesus' friends stick together with him. Just have a look at verse 5 again from our reading. Here's what Peter writes. You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house. Now, the thing about buildings is they're only good if they stick together. If some of the bricks start wandering off, that's not going to be very good. And it's the same for the church. 
Uh, one of the ways you'll know if you've really become friends with Jesus, if you're following him the way you should, will be if you stick together with others who are also following Jesus. And not just the people you get on really well with. Anyone can do that. But we know what Jesus is like. And he didn't come for people who were already his friends. No, he came and, and he stuck with people. He loved them. He gave his life for them so they could become his friends. It's good to learn about friendship from Jesus. It's one of the reasons we gather together as a church family. Lots of, of different people all meeting together, but Jesus' friends stick together. It's been a funny time recently, hasn't it, at watching church on TV. We've had some fun on the way, spawning the vegetables, have you done that, or using the fast-forward button. But it would, be, it would be strange, wouldn't it, if now we started to think, do you know what, I think I'd just prefer church on TV. I'm going to stick with that. That wouldn't be good. Or if when we can safely meet together, and it's a bit harder, and some still sadly won't be able to come, but if, if the rest of us thought, do you know what, I, I'm not going to bother, well, that wouldn't be good. Or if I thought, do you know what, I, I don't always like all this kind of church stuff. I think what I'd rather is just do my, my own thing with my friends as we think about God together. A bit like, a bit like if three of these bricks, let's see, Steve... Steve and, um, and Rachel and um, David, if they said, do you know what, we get on really well together, let's just make it just for us, that wouldn't be good. And the sad thing would be, even if they've not realised it, they've not just moved away from other Christians, no, it's beginning to look as if they've started moving away from Jesus. Because Jesus sticks with his friends, and Jesus' friends stick together. Will you remember to do that? Well, that's the first thing. Now look, here's the second thing. Jesus' friends please God by trusting Jesus together. Just have a look at verse 5 again. Let me read it once more. Peter writes this, You also, like living stones, are being built into a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood, offering spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus Christ. Now, there's lots of words in that. And the first time I read it, I don't think it was very encouraging at all. Because I think what it's saying is God's family, as God's family, we're meant to live in a way that pleases God, is acceptable to him. And I don't know about you, but I often get things wrong. And it's not just that I get things wrong, I often do things wrong, even deliberately. It's what the Bible calls sin. And I think, left on my own, I really don't live in a way that pleases God and would be acceptable enough for him. But then I read these verses again and I thought about them and I discovered, actually, they are really encouraging because they tell us how we can please God, how we can be acceptable to him. It is there at the end of verse 5. This is how we can please God. Do you see it? It's through Jesus. The family that we've been built into by God, it's all built around Jesus. And he's the one who always lived pleasing God. And he's the one who died and rose again 
to pay for all the things that we've done wrong that don't please God. And because we're trusting him, because we're stuck together with him, all the good things that Jesus has done, God includes us in those. And all the wrong things that we've done, because we're stuck together with Jesus, Jesus pays for all of them. So if we're trusting Jesus, God accepts us and we can live pleasing him. Jesus' friends please God by trusting Jesus together. In Jesus, we're, we're chosen, we're precious, we're loved, we're forgiven, and we're built into his family. And if we trust him, we'll listen to his word and start to do what he says. So this week, maybe, maybe as you, as you get yourself... Maybe as you get yourself a drink of milk, and you remember these bricks, you'll think, look, God's word, God's word is the thing that grows me, and I'm going to listen to him. And God's family is what I'm part of, and I'm going to stick with them, even when it's hard. Do that. And we'll be on track as a church to live in a way that pleases God. We're going to sing our final song now. It's a song that speaks about all the love that God has shown us in Jesus. So as the music begins, let's stand and sing. <laughs>